Death has come to your little town, Sheriff. Have you ever felt a knife cut through human flesh and scrape the bone beneath? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Be my victim. Hello, my name is Austin Torres, and welcome to the Would You Die podcast, the show where we talk about our favorite horror monsters and villains. Today, I'm joined by cosplayer, makeup artist, and Evil Dead superfan, Sydney Jeanette. Thank you for having me. Of course, I'm happy to have you. And today, we are talking about the bloodiest, the goriest, arguably the most consistent, but definitely the grooviest franchise in all of horror. We're talking about Paddington. <laughs> no, we are talking about the Evil Dead. And fun fact, this is the first Evil Dead episode I've done on this podcast. Oh, that's exciting. I'm happy to be here for your first episode. <laughs> and I'm happy that I get to talk to someone who's very well known for their ash cosplay <laughs> oh yeah it's one of my all-time favorite cosplays <laughs> how long have you been um cosplaying um since about august 2019 and ash was actually my very first cosplay that's awesome that's yeah. i think that's how we became friends on the internet is because yeah i think you popped up on my feed i saw the the Ash cosplay. I'm like, okay, this person's amazing and <laughs> we should be friends. So I followed you. And then, yeah, that's how, that's how horror f online friendships work. I think. <laughs> yeah. But they're some of the best friendships. They are. And um, what are, what are some of the other cosplays that you have? I have done Carrie. I've done Jack Torrance. I actually have um, Leatherface in the making right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What else have I done horror-themed? Um, I actually did a combination of Velma and Ash Williams. So that one was a really fun one. <laughs> that's iconic. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That is awesome. How long have you been a fan of horror? Honestly, my whole life, from what I can remember. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first horror movie are, well, I don't know how many of us actually remember the first horror movie. I guess some of us do, but do you remember, what is your first memory of like watching horror and thinking, you know what, this is, this is my thing now. It actually was Evil Dead. Um, so I always just loved Halloween and spooky things as a young child. And whenever I would see trailers for a new horror movie I would ask my parents to see it and they were like absolutely not <laughs> so eventually my dad got tired of me asking and I was around 11 or 12 years old I was definitely in middle school and he was like if you want to watch a horror movie so bad I'm gonna sit you down and we're gonna start with the classics so this was around the time when uh, you were able to order movies or order DVDs off of Netflix and they would send them to the house. Holy so, shit, throwback. <laughs> right? So he ordered the first Evil Dead. I'm sorry, the first two Evil Deads and we watched them back to back 
And that is where it all started. You just that. Okay. That just brought back memories for me <laughs> because my, my, my mom and I used to do like order DVD, like rent DVDs from Netflix. And I think I was in high school when we started doing that. It's funny because I felt like we were late to the game on there. It was a little bit before streaming was really a thing. But I have specific memories of watching The Ring that way. I remember watching The Ring. Like, I, well, I did watch a part of it when I was really young just because I was flipping through the channels. Same here. Yep. It was. It was the scene where she's coming out of the TV and immediately I was like, nope, absolutely not. And I changed the channel so quick. So you were a child of the 2000s. Yes, I was born not in 97. 90s, I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Because like, yeah. I'm, a 90, I'm a 94 baby, but okay. my growing up was in the 2000s. Right. And you said 97? Yes. Okay, so I think you and I are part of that same... We're not quite millennials, but we're not quite Gen Z. Yeah, we're like in that weird in between. (laughs) Right. And I think we both have this shared kind of memories of the rain just fucking us up. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I was a little older when I watched it, when I really watched it all the way through for the first time. I also remember watching like bits of The Grudge, too. And that one also (laughs) messed me up a little bit. I've never really seen The Grudge. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> That's like one of my biggest horror blind spots. Okay. Um, I would say. Because I, th- I think at this point I've seen most of the classics, most of the modern hits, a bunch of the deep cuts. But The Grudge is like one of that one of those glaring oversights that okay. I have. And yeah, I, I got to sit down and watch it for realsies. <laughs> There's a few different versions out there. Well, I'm thinking, I know there's like that, the original Japanese version. And then uh, Sam Raimi actually, I believe, made a version. With uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar, I think. Yeah. 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 Horror uh, growing up in the 2000s was interesting because I don't know. I'm sure you remember, but Saw was everywhere. Oh, Yeah. (laughs) The posters was every, like every October, that was basically Saw Month for a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so you, so that was the first time you watched Evil Dead was through Netflix DVD. Yep. (laughs) And I'm assuming you loved it? I did. It scared the crap out of me, but I still loved it. And I just, I wanted more. (laughs) (laughs) When did you dislike? What about that first Evil Dead made you, was it the fact that it scared you or did it even scare so. you? Um, I think it it was kind of funny because my dad thought it was just hilarious. He's laughing mm-hmm. through the whole movie and I'm trying to keep my cool and trying not to show him I'm scared so he wouldn't, you know, be afraid to show me the next horror movie. And um, I don't know, I just kind of, it sounds weird, but I liked being scared. It's just maybe the adrenaline or I just I just wanted more. And I thought it was just so fun. I love that. I got a I got a little horror confession. Are you ready? Yeah. I was much older when I first saw the Evil Dead movies. Oh, really? How old were you? I was in college. Oh, OK. So I I didn't grow up with 
The Evil Dead, but I did watch. I watched all of them while I was in college, I'm pretty sure. And it's funny how it's funny how your tastes kind of change over time, because I specifically remember the first time I watched Evil Dead 2 and I didn't really care for it. I didn't get it. <laughs> now I think it's one of the best movies ever made. I think it's five star cinema. I rewatched it last night and I'm like, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite movies. And <laughs> so what made you not like it at first? Um, like I said, I just think I didn't get it. I didn't get that it was I didn't get the tone of it. Okay. If that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, I, but, I get that. Yeah. Cause Evil Dead 2, I think specifically that one has such a unique tone that if you don't vibe with it, you're not going to get it. And that's fine. Like, but at the same time, if it clicks what it's doing, then then I think and I think it clicks with a lot of people it's just the raddest shit you know <laughs> yeah it's got like the horror the gore but also like a little bit of humor so which i know it, it's not yeah. for everybody but it has some of the funniest gags i think in any movie let alone a and not just like one of the funniest gags in horror movie like just funniest gags in any movie yeah i agree <laughs> But yeah, I just remember I didn't care for it when it when I first watched it. But that's one that very rapidly I changed my mind on quickly because I think while I was still in college, I watched it again and I was like, what was past Austin thinking? This is the best. <laughs> so out of, I guess, all of them, including the reboot slash remake, do you have a favorite? OK, prepare your answer because I'm going to ask you. Uh, the same. Actually, you know what? I'll rank them for you because I can okay. do that. Okay. And and you can do the same thing because this is this is 2023. We love ranking movies. We love True. ranking shit. Um, am I counting Ash versus Evil Dead in this? Ah, uh, it's a good question. Um, I would say no, just because that's a TV show. We can just cool. keep it as as the movies because that makes it complicated. <laughs> That makes it easier then. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really do enjoy Ash, um, Ash versus Evil Dead. Oh, me too. I'm actually rewatching that right now. That's awesome. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start from the bottom. Okay. I'll go to the top. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to get canceled right away. Um, <laughs> I want to preface this saying I love all of these movies. I think they're all four stars or more or higher, actually. And I just rewatched this earlier this week, but at number four, I'm going to put the original Evil Dead. Oh, interesting. And part of it is I don't have that nostalgic attachment to it. Okay. Because I didn't grow up with it. I think a lot of people grew up with the original. That's true. And I also didn't see the original right away. I'm pretty sure I saw two first. And then I saw Army of Darkness, and then I saw the remake, and then I saw the original. I feel so. a lot of people either see Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness first. Because my boyfriend, yeah. he saw Army of Darkness, but he's never seen any other like Evil Dead movie. So when we first started dating, I was like, yeah, we're changing that. Good. You're doing yeah. the Lord's work. and But yeah, so I don't have that nostalgic connection to the... I. I do love it and I appreciate it, but that movie is a miracle that it was even oh, yeah. finished. Yeah, I mean, and sometimes it shows. It. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure you know all the behind the scenes stories of like Bruce Campbell breaking his ankle. Um, oh, yeah. 
one of the crew members stepping on a rusty nail. Oh, it was rough right. for everybody yeah. on, on set. It was it was hell for everyone. <laughs> and honestly, it kind of shows in the picture. <laughs> Absolutely. And you could tell Sam Raimi used that <laughs> to his advantage. Yeah. But I do have to say, I, I think it's a miracle that that movie exists in a lot of different ways. I just happen to love what came from it even more. Have you seen or heard of Within the Woods? I don't think so. So it was actually one of um, Sam Raimi's first films. It was one of uh, his early short films he did before Evil Dead. Oh, oh, like one of the proof of concepts, I think. Yes, I believe Oh, so. okay. I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I, I yeah. wasn't clicking with the name, <laughs> but yeah. I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> yeah, you could find like a really like crappy version of it on YouTube, but it's it's pretty much like Evil Dead. And I know he used pretty much all of the money um, from that to put towards the making of Evil Dead. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> it's fun, though. Um, I do have to say something about the evil, the original Evil Dead is I... I'm really lucky to where we'll we'll go into the rankings later, but I got to go on our first of many tangents. Okay. <laughs> I do not have a childhood or or teenagehood nostalgia for the Evil Dead. Like I feel like most people do and should. Yeah. Um for me when it comes to horror, my childhood nostalgia is Jurassic Park, it's Jaws, it's the Universal Monsters, it's Godzilla. And high school Austin was huge into Scream. Oh, I love Scream. So Scream was my shit. Uh, Paranormal Activity, like, those movies came out when I was in high school. Insidious, me and my friends were huge on Insidious. Oh, I love the Insidious movies. Those are also great. And I would say that Insidious um, borrows a lot from The Evil Dead and from Poltergeist. Definitely Poltergeist. Yeah. But, but yeah, so... So monster movies were always my jam when I was in high school. That's when I started dipping my toes into kind of slashers and um, the more paranormal stuff. But where where I lack in that childhood, teenagehood nostalgia, I love the Evil Dead franchise because I kind of have a weird kind. I'm trying to think of the word, but basically what I'm trying to say is I went to Michigan State. Okay. And... The Evil Dead is Michigan State's franchise. <laughs> right. <laughs> so as a Michigan State Spartan, go green. We kind of get to have a tiny claim of owners or fan ownership of the Evil Dead and uh, James Kahn, uh, rest in peace. <laughs> yeah. Because he famously w went to Michigan State and was on the football team. And then obviously Sam Raimi went to state, Rob Tappert went to state, and mm -hmm. then the Evil Dead. I don't think we get the Evil Dead had Sam Raimi and Rob Tappert not been roommates. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Because um, didn't they say pretty much him, Sam, Rob, and Bruce were practically like the Three Stooges? <laughs> yeah. I heard that um, a lot. But I have, did Bruce go to Michigan State as well? Um, because that's a good question. It's, I'm not it's sure. very unclear. I've listened to his audio books, but he never really said he, he went to Michigan State. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. That's a good question. So 
people of the internet, please answer this question for me because I need to know so bad. But there's a lot of Michigan State love in the Evil Dead series. Linda, played by Betsy Baker, yeah. um, she's wearing a Michigan State sweatshirt. Oh, yeah. Second Linda in Evil Dead 2 is wearing a Michigan State shirt. I think Mia in the reboot's wearing Michigan State. Oh, yeah, you're right. Kelly in Ash vs. Evil Dead has the motorcycle, the Michigan State motorcycle helmet. I don't think I ever noticed that. I'm going to have to look out for that. <laughs> when you go to a school like Michigan State, you you notice when your schools shout out, you know? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> and then a very fun fact, my favorite professor at Michigan State, his name is Professor Bill Vincent. He has a cameo in Army of Darkness. No way. Because he was Sam Raimi's film professor and he was like my mentor at Michigan State. So I've took a bunch of classes with him. Oh, and and um, because of that, I was able to while I was up at school, I was able to work on a short film that starred Betsy Baker. Oh, wow. That's so crazy. So all that to say, I love the Evil Dead, not because I grew up with it, but but because I went to Michigan State. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, there's a lot of like representation, so. <laughs> right. And I also think I'd love the Evil Dead anyways if I went to like literally any other school because those yeah. movies are amazing. But it just hits a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I get that. <laughs> so all that being said, the original, even though I'm friends with someone who was in the original, <laughs> that's my number four. But I think it's a four-star movie. I think it's probably one of the most hor important horror films ever made. Yeah, I agree. I I just happen to watch it the least out of the four. Honestly, uh, I would say same, but Army of Darkness is actually probably my least watched. Oh, see? So... You, yeah. so <laughs> that's interesting yeah that's interesting. i think at number three i'm gonna go with the 2013 evil dead okay i think that is actually one of the scariest movies of the last i guess it came out 10 years ago yeah because that was 2013 it's 2023 yep i was gonna say the past couple of years but i'm like actually i did the math in my head that's 10 years yep. <laughs> <laughs> it don't feel like it yeah, I actually remember seeing it. My dad took me to see that one in theaters. And oh, was how was that? Terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I was in high school, so I mean, it was a little bit better, but it was still terrifying. I think it's the scariest one. And, I, and like I said, I think it's one of the scariest movies for me, but I love that ending so much. Oh, it's my favorite part of the movie. It's just beautiful. <laughs> Once it hits the ending, it's for me, it stops being scary and it starts being badass. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Mia, I think, is a wonderful, wonderful character. And just how intense the 2013 one is. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it's it's intense with the, the torture and the kills. It takes it on a whole, whole new level. I... <laughs> I know I just said the original might be the one I watched the least, but I think I'm going to have to retract that because I have not seen the 2013 one 
recently. And I've seen uh-huh. the original recently twice. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and by recent, I mean the past two years. So, right. but I'm still going to put the 2013 one ahead of the original because the 2013 one scares the shit out of me. And I remember it vividly. I don't need to see it again. I will, but <laughs> I don't need to. I, yeah. It will never escape the inner mechanisms of my mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little traumatizing. <laughs> Yes, very, very much so. And I enjoyed every second of it. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) It was beautiful. So number two, I'm going to go with Army of Darkness. Okay. And Army of Darkness was my favorite one for a while. But as like tastes kind of change, because unlike Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness, I loved from the get go. That being said, sorry. You're good. (laughs) That being said, Evil Dead 2 takes my number one spot and I'm saying these two at the same time because like I said I think part of it is I think the evil I think Evil Dead 2 toes the line between horror and comedy so well to where I think Army of Darkness is kind of just a horror comedy yeah I I barely get horror out of Army of Darkness I get more of like comedy action but that's fair too. Yeah. (laughs) And I think, um, while I still, while I still love that movie and I have a lot of fun watching it, it's definitely the least scary. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Like the most gore you get is when, uh, the one guy falls into the pit and then all the blood just shoots out. So (laughs) exactly. Yeah. But it's still a lot of fun. I, there's a lot of moments from it. It has one of my favorite monologues in any movie where, Bruce Campbell is it's the famous this is my boomstick oh yeah it has like the most iconic quotes exactly I think it's a very well-made film too oh I completely agree I absolutely love it still so there there's a lot of love for Army of Darkness and like I said my number one is Evil Dead 2 I think it's I think it's that movie where it's like it's such a wild franchise in terms of tones and genres really like the evil dead has range it's consistent in quality but it's not consistent in tone (laughs) i think that's a good thing yeah that being said i think evil dead 2 is the most evil dead movie yeah i i would agree with that and then yeah it's just groovy very groovy how about you how would you rank them so i would probably say army of darkness would probably be at the bottom which i know a lot of people would disagree (laughs) with me because i know it's a lot of people's favorites Mm -hmm. doesn't mean i'm i don't like it i absolutely love the movie but i just feel like it it is a good evil dead movie but it's a good movie kind of on its own as well. And then I would say after that, I would say, oh man, it's kind of hard. <laughs> I've never actually it is hard. About, like ranking it. <laughs> it is um, hard. I noticed that when I thought about it and I realized I was putting the original at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I kind of hate myself right now. <laughs> I know. I know. I feel, I feel the same way about saying Army of Darkness. I don't know. I would probably go with 
I'd probably go with the remake, mm-hmm. the reboot after that. It's kind of a tough tie between that and the original. Um, I feel like the original beats the reboot remake mostly because of just the nostalgia and the memories behind it and everything but I just absolutely love the gore and just kind of how more modern it is uh for the reboot and the remake but overall Evil Dead 2 has always been my favorite for sure so So we that's something we agree on yeah (laughs) (laughs) I think with the Evil Dead franchise there's no wrong rankings yeah, I I would agree with that. And there's not a lot of franchises that can say the same thing. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but if you rank the Scream movies in the originals, not first or second place, that's a wrong ranking. Uh, yep, 100%. I agree. <laughs> and the only reason why I say first or second is because a lot of people might have n- nostalgia for a certain Scream movie because of when it came out or how old they were or something like that right so i know there's a lot of people who probably saw scream 2 before they saw the original scream i know there's a whole generations that scream 4 was their first scream movie scream 5 is their first scream movie yeah i actually know a couple people who have seen five and i'm like I mean, I guess it makes sense, but I feel like you'd appreciate it a lot more if you've seen the others. And I would think the same thing, but this is someone who knows they saw Evil Dead 2 or Army of Darkness before they saw the original Evil Dead. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've seen the Halloween movies out of order growing up. Like (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So that's why I'm like, but if the original Scream is third place or lower, you're wrong. I'm sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> I, I would have to agree with that. I, I just don't think anything could beat the original. And that's the same with a lot of a lot of um horror franchises. Like if you do your Nightmare on Elm Street rankings and your favorite's not original Dream Warriors or New Nightmare. Although if you give me a good argument, I will accept uh, for the Dream Master if your favorite is any different one, I'm giving you like the side eye. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah. I- I'm giving you a look. Well, I think you can make an argument for Freddy too, but like Freddy 4, you got to come at me with a good argument as to why that's your favorite. <laughs> yeah. Are there any other movies that are like where the sequel is better than the original? I feel like there's a few out there. I just can't think of any. I think there are quite a few Jason movies that are better than the original Friday the 13th. Oh, yes. That that that's I would agree with that. That being said, Friday the 13th isn't one of those franchises that like like Halloween, you start off with one of the greatest horror movies ever. Nightmare on Elm Street, same thing. Scream, obviously, you start off with a masterpiece. Yeah. Friday the 13th kind of starts off with a fun Halloween ripoff. Like, yeah, I feel like it grows it, into its own thing more. As exactly. And I, I really like the original Friday the 13th. I'll watch that one any day of the week. But like, yeah, it's fun. I feel like for Friday six and the remake, actually, those tend to be like the most popular ones. And I'm such a hypocrite, too, because I was out here saying how there's wrong rankings. My favorite Jason movie is Jason X. Okay, I, I know a couple of people who, who really like Jason X. And you know what? 
sue me. I think I think Friday the 13th part eight, Jason takes Manhattan is the second best one. So <laughs> or not the second best one, but it's my second favorite for sure. OK. Yeah, I, I got a lot of people lining up uh, trying to throw hands and you know what? Bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> but the Jason movies are fun fun because i think they're so wild wildly they're so wild um but they're consistently fun you know yeah i agree <laughs> but like if you take jurassic park there's fun movies throughout that franchise but the first one's the best one and if you're if you like another one due to like whatever reason more than the original that's fine but if you think there's another jurassic park movie better than the original you are wrong <laughs> so i've only seen the original i haven't seen any others but and i'm I, fine I with that <laughs> <laughs> i am fine with that okay. i thought you were about to tell me that you haven't seen the original <laughs> it's been a while but i have seen it so you know what you know what's a ranking or a sequel that i i don't think the sequel is better than the original but i know a lot of people do they're wrong, but it's fine. I see where they're coming from. I think they're equal. I have a preference towards one, but Alien and Aliens. Oh, okay. Th that's a very good original sequel duo. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people who, who prefer the sequel on that one. And I know I just made a half joke because I'm not really joking about people thinking the second one's better, but I think I see why because that second one's kind of like a big blockbuster horror sci-fi action movie yeah and the original is like halloween in space <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they're wildly different movies but they're both like two of the greatest science fiction movies ever made oh yeah absolutely <laughs> so i i i mean no disrespect for people who their favorite is aliens because honestly i get it like i prefer the original because i'll always take the horror over the action yeah but those are two of the greatest movies of all time i don't think one's better than the other that and that's kind of how i feel about with army of darkness and that's yeah why it always ranks at the bottom is because i feel like it doesn't give me that horror um feeling as much as the others but i still love it you know right and sometimes sometimes you want to like watch that deeply disturbing brutal 2013 reboot exactly <laughs> and sometimes you want to go with the fun and light-hearted three stooges army of darkness <laughs> yep <laughs> uh, so do you do you have a favorite evil dead character not named ash williams <laughs> Oh, that's a good question. Other than Ash, I would say at least one of my favorite deadites is Henrietta, for sure. Mm, yeah. <laughs> She's just so gross and obnoxious, but also hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I think she might be one of the best of the deadites as well. I think I agree with you. Uh, how about you? Do you have any other favorite characters? You know? I really, really like Pablo and Kelly from oh. Ash vs. Evil Dead. Yeah, they are great additions to to the story. They, I love them. They're so fun. They are, and like 
Pablo makes me laugh all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and Kelly's a badass. But I I would say those would be my those two would be my fa- I can't separate them in my mind. Okay. Um, so yeah. I'm gonna give them the tie. <laughs> no, that's fair. They're they're like a duo. Yeah. Do you have so actually no, I'm gonna ask a different question. Okay. <laughs> you I'm assuming you go to conventions. I do, yes. Have you had any experiences with people from the Evil Dead? Yes, I actually met Bruce Campbell twice, and I met Ted Raimi once. That's awesome. Yeah. What were what were your experiences? All three times, phenomenal. So the first time I met Bruce and Ted was the first time I cosplayed Ash. And I, I met Bruce for our photo op, and he was just like so charming and just so sweet and he just made me feel really good about myself because like right when I walked up I'm obviously in my cosplay and he's like look at you and right when we do our picture he's like you got to do something cool like do a fun pose and he was just kind of making it like about me and I'm like I'm here for you (laughs) like he was just just really sweet and I got to meet him again later that day to get an autograph and he signed my living dead doll And he was just cracking jokes with us the whole time. And he was just a lot of fun. And then I met Ted Raimi the same day and he had his own little booth. So when I went up to him, he was just so cool. He just was just a really cool guy. And he loved to have like conversations with people. He signed the inside of my Necronomicon and he signed it as I'll swallow your soul. And then he signed it as Henrietta as well. So that was really cool. But we're just like making conversation and he's asking me about my cosplay and he's like yeah like how how was putting your cosplay together like how did you do it so I told him like how I was struggling just to find like a pair of brown pants and he's telling me stories about how they would send Bruce to Kohl's with like 20 bucks to get his like shirt and pants for pretty much the next three days that they would be shooting so it was cool to just have like those little conversations with him that's awesome yeah. <laughs> At the time of this recording, the last weekend, my mom and I went to Horror Hound in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, I saw that. So with for Evil Dead uh, alumni is what I'm going to call them. <clears throat> for, I've met Ted Raimi once and he's, like you said, awesome. Yeah. Um, I met Dana DeLorenzo, who plays Kelly. Oh, I would love to meet her. <laughs> She's great. Um, she's super kind, uh, super, what's the word? I'm like very energetic it, with everyone. I love that. And I think that's really cool. My mom and I did the photo op with Bruce, but my brain couldn't process the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't remember it. I like, get that. It, Just maybe it broke. The adrenaline. <laughs> yeah. But we were able to sit down during Bruce bruce campbell's panel later that day and that was really cool oh yeah the the second time i actually met bruce was during covid it was in 2020 and he did a drive-in event so they played evil dead 2 and army of darkness and before they played the movies he did like a little q a and a photo distance photo shoot so you had to like stay obviously a certain distance Mm -hmm. from from him um but they had like fake deadites in between you guys to make it more fun (laughs) but 
Yeah, he did like a fun little Q&A, but I was honestly a little too nervous to ask him a question. <laughs> it was hard to kind of ask a question. I didn't ask a question because I was just there to kind of like listen. listen. Yeah. And I didn't want to spend the whole panel trying to think of a question. I just wanted right. to listen to. But yeah, pe- people's hands were like going up like crazy, like and these things are only like about an hour. So, right. <laughs> so there's not a lot of, a lot of time. And I'm sure if he could, he'd answer as many questions as he could, or maybe he wouldn't. I don't know. I don't know him, <laughs> but he seems like I, I, I thought he was cool. He was very witty. Yeah. I definitely get that. Yeah. But that was really cool. And then, like I said earlier, I know Betsy Baker through a film shoot, a couple of years ago, I was able to see her at this past horror hound. So we oh, reconnected so and that cool. was really, that was really cool. So she was there as well. Yeah. It was her, the guy who plays Scotty and I'm blinking on the other one. Uh, Shelly. Yeah, it was Shelly. It was Shelly. Oh, wow. So they had everybody from the original, not like everybody, but. I think they were just missing Cheryl. Yeah. And that one, she's Ellen's Sandweiss, I think. Sandweiss? Uh, Sandweiss? Yeah, that sounds, yeah, it sounds about right. Okay. So, yeah, they had four out of the five. <laughs> That's really cool, though. So did you get to meet everybody? No, I didn't. I felt a little bad because I was so, I wasn't thinking I have to meet everyone from the Evil Dead. I was thinking, my friend Betsy's here. Oh, that's fair. (laughs) So, so I didn't think about it until way later. I'm like, I missed an opportunity, I think. (laughs) That's okay, because I live in Michigan, so there'll be more opportunities. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure they'll do God willing, yeah. Especially ones near here, so. Yeah. So that helps. One of the only good things about living in Michigan. (laughs) (laughs) I get bitter at the Midwest during the winter, so. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I I can agree with that. (laughs) Yeah, I think you know where I'm coming from. Yeah, I'm in Illinois, so I'm not too far away. Yeah, (laughs) you you get horrible winters too. Oh yeah, they're they're not fun. Nope. At least it's not like northern Wisconsin or Upper Peninsula Michigan, though. <laughs> that is true. I I do have family in Michigan, and honestly, the snow does get worse. So, and like I'm Detroit area, and I know it gets worse up in Lansing, and they get it worse up in like Muskegon. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I hate snow. So, <laughs> I probably have non-Michiganders listening to the podcast, being like, well, "I don't care about any of this. Get back to the <laughs> get back to the deadites." <laughs> Can't relate. <laughs> So here's our Star Wars tangent. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) I do want to tell everyone listening, Sydney is wearing the greatest shirt ever made. (laughs) Do you want to tell the people what you're wearing? Because no one can see it. I can, but. (laughs) So it's Boba Fett coming out of the ground and it's a copy of pretty much the original cover of the original Evil Dead, and it says Fett's not dead. So it's like a little cross over of Evil Dead and Boba Fett. 
if you're listening to this, here is my shameless <laughs> plug to sign up for my Patreon so I can buy this shirt without feeling guilt. That is the first of many shameless plugs of this particular episode. <laughs> it is a really cool shirt, so. <laughs> yeah. Yes, help Austin get the Boba Fett Evil Dead shirt 2023. That's my new <laughs> campaign. Um <laughs> yeah. But no, I think I think that's the coolest. I love I love when things mash up like that. Like you said earlier, your Velma ass cosplay. Yeah, that was kind of an accident too. How so? I was cosplaying Velma for a horror convention because I have a friend that cosplays Shaggy. Mm -hmm. So I was there that entire weekend. So one day I did Velma, one day I did Ash, and then the third day I didn't have anything planned. So I was like, what if I just did Velma Ash? <laughs> so I took the shirt I was wearing and I was like, well, if I really want to do Velma again I could just buy another one so I ripped the shirt off that morning threw some blood on and kind of just combined the cosplay like I literally just put it together last minute that morning that's amazing <laughs> I'm sure yeah, that one got a lot of compliments fun. yeah it was it was so fun and honestly I thought it was gonna be a one-time thing but I I think I gotta bring it back <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yes you do so I got a very specific question for you okay. and you alone can answer this okay part of our online friendship is kind of geeking out over the predator franchise yeah <laughs> so we're both we're both big fans of predator and obviously we're both big fans of the evil dead what do you think would happen if the predator found itself in the woods of the cabin where the Necronomicon is. Oh man, that sounds like absolute chaos. <laughs> what if these worlds combine? And I know there are people listening thinking I was going to ask, what happens if Ash fought a predator? <laughs> I'll tell you what would happen. That's actually really easy. Ash would somehow, with through dumb, stupid luck, beat a predator. I could definitely see that. And I'd, so, I'd love it, but yeah. <laughs> would would the Predator and Deadites like team up or do they fight each other? I, I, you know what? I don't think a Predator would team up with a Deadite. Yeah, I, I can't see that either. And, I, and I'm coming at it from the Predator fandom point of view where I'm thinking a Predator would purposely read from that book just to kill <laughs> as many Deadites as he can. Yeah, kind of have like the upper hand. <laughs> and like, well, just because predators are always looking for the next great hunt, what's right. more dangerous than Arnold Schwarzenegger? <laughs> Fucking deadites. <laughs> true. Very true. So, and that's kind of like the whole the the whole point of like alien versus predator, right? just replace deadites with aliens are xenomorphs <laughs> i would love to see that if anyone teams up i think it would be ash and the predator yeah <laughs> so if there is a team up i think it would be ash i think it would be predator if ash and a predator got into a fight logically the predator would win but if we're being honest ash would win because that's just the better story <laughs> There's not like a comic out there, is there? I know there's a lot of team up comics with Ash. 
Yeah, I'm currently collecting them and I didn't realize how many there were out there. <laughs> and I know there's, I know because I own them, I haven't read them yet. I own them. There's a line called Archie versus the Predator. Yeah, I, I saw those. But I don't know if there's like Predator versus Evil Dead or Ash versus the Predator or anything like that. I thought there might have been one with Army of Darkness and Archie, but I could be wrong. I thought I saw I thought I maybe saw something about that. And I'm and they probably do exist. I just don't yeah. know about because I know there is Ash versus Reanimator and like Ash yeah. or Freddy versus Jason versus Ash. Yeah. <laughs> um, which sounds amazing. I never read that one, but I think that that sounds amazing. But I think uh, Ash versus Predator comic or like a Predator versus Evil Dead comic would be a lot of fun. I would love that. If you can put Ash Williams into any other horror franchise. I'm looking around like <laughs> my room because <laughs> I have like so many yeah. different statues. Just... This this was not a prepared question. In <laughs> fact, I didn't even write this one down. This just came from me. That is a very good question. Well, honestly... Thinking about it, I'd love to see him in the Predator universe now, or honestly, Alien. <laughs> that would be really fun. But I do know there is a comic series of Ash in Space, so <laughs> I feel like that might be kind of similar. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I know they already have a comic of him in Ash versus uh freddy versus jason but i think that'd be really cool to see too i know there was like a little bit like of talk about making it but it got shut down so i like it i like that though at the time of recording and at the time of release i know i'm releasing this before it comes out but evil dead rise is coming oh yeah how are you feeling so far i am so excited I have a lot of hope for it. I've watched the trailer so many times. <laughs> um, when I went to go see the new Scream movie, I the trailer played and it was just 10 times even better on the big screen. So I, I'm very excited to see it. It looks, it looks like an Evil Dead movie. And yeah. I mean that as the highest of compliments. Yep, I agree. <laughs> just based off of what I've seen in the trailer. I think I think it has a lot of potential. I I love just how I don't know gross and in your face and just obnoxious the deadites are, and I get that vibe so far. Yeah, because deadites are motherfuckers. Like they're mean. They're Obviously, they're mean, but they're sassy. Yeah, they they do not hold back. They don't just murder you. They roast you and like, oh, yeah. And they mess like, with your mind. Yeah, I honestly like because I'm a haunt actor and I use that as a lot of inspiration in my haunt acting. So you just roast people? I mean, I don't go as far, you know, <laughs> as, as the movies. I mean, there's children that come through sometimes. So but yeah, you got to go farther. Yeah. <laughs> But I just <laughs> I just love how in your face and just ruthless they are. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited for Evil Dead Rise. I think it's going to be great. That was a pun for people who've seen the trailers. In which <laughs> a cheese grate is involved. 
Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I made myself laugh. Um, but yeah, I I'm excited for it. I think I think I'm gonna get scared, honestly. Yeah, me too. I think it's gonna kind of be similar to the 2013 reboot. Um, yeah. Anyway, but obviously a lot more modern, and it's it's gonna be really exciting to see just like a complete new setting. Like we're not in the cabin anymore. We're not in the woods. Like this is like an apartment, um, modern day. So it'll be very different. I'm so ready. <laughs> Something I have to ask because you've cosplayed Ash a bunch. I'm assuming he's one of your favorite movie characters. Yes. What makes Ash so special to you? I I just always loved how. That's a, that's a good question. I, I've always just loved how he's just, hmm. <laughs> I would say he's just so badass overall. He, he fights, you know, to the death and he, he'll do, he'll just do, he doesn't give up at all, really. Um, no matter what hell <laughs> comes his way. Um, so I think that's really cool. Um, but he's also just really goofy. He's just complete himbo. <laughs> but um, I don't know. I just love how I just love how goofy he is, but also serious at the same time. He has like a lot of a lot of different traits to him that I like. Yeah, because he he's what I call the lovable asshole. Yeah, or ashhole. <laughs> hey, I love it. Uh, yes. But to to put it kindly. Ash is kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah, like he's he's selfish, but but not at the same time. Uh, like he always does the right thing at the end of the day. Yeah, right. And when like when it's one of those things where he's a dick, he just wants to, you know, sex, drugs and rock and roll, especially in the <laughs> TV show. Oh, yeah. But at, but like you said, at the end of the day, when when it's time to step up, he steps up. Yeah. And I don't really ever see him. I mean, maybe in the show a little bit, he kind of gives up. But for the most part, I feel like he doesn't really ever back down. <laughs> right. And it's interesting because on this podcast, Would You Die? All, it's We're usually talking about the villains. We're talking about yeah. Mikey Mai Mai. We're talking about Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees. It's the first Evil Dead episode and it's the first time we really get to talk about ash yeah almost like a i guess an anti-hero <laughs> i think he's a true hero yeah i i do i just think he's an asshole yeah. kind of like iron man <laughs> yeah like yeah. tony stark's a true hero but at the same time he's he's a dick yeah <laughs> <laughs> um you can be a good person and be an ass you know true true and you can be very nice and be a bad person. Like, yeah, that being but that being said, I do think a lot of the reason why Ash is the way he is, especially at in Ash versus Evil Dad is because he's gone through so much trauma. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like not just emotional trauma, but head trauma. I think he's been hit in the head more than any <laughs> other character. <laughs> oh, yeah. In cinema. So like. <laughs> yeah and at that point he's just he's done <laughs> right exactly so i think all and he 
you know, has a messed up life. Like he just went to a cabin in the wood with his friends. And now he's El, he's like El Jefe. And now he like he loses his hand. He loses his girlfriend, girlfriends. Um, yeah. He loses everyone that's close to him. His sister, too. <laughs> right. And like, yeah, you wouldn't be the nicest person <laughs> after yeah. all that. Yeah, I under- I would understand. <laughs> but yeah, I like to talk about the heroes every once in a while because it that opportunity doesn't really happen on this show. Like when we talk about Scream, then I get to talk about Sidney Prescott, uh, Deputy Dewey, Gail Weathers. And then like with Alien, I get to talk about Ellen Ripley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not often we get to talk about heroes on this show. It's usually the baddies, which we love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes it's nice to talk about a good guy. And I don't mean Chucky. I don't mean the good guy doll. <laughs> I think Ash is one of the greatest heroes in horror. I would agree with that. <laughs> then again, there's not that many. <laughs> that is true. Because I'm trying to think. Because like... Yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, what? who else is there? Because I mean, like, true heroes. Because final girls aren't really heroes. They can be heroes in a different sense. Like, I know a lot of people love characters like Laurie Strode and Nancy Thompson for their strength. Yeah. And Laurie, for sure, being more more of a hero, especially in, like, the later movies. And I think you, yeah, and I think you can make the argument for Ash that Ash doesn't start off a hero either. He's a final boy. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then he becomes a hero over the sequels. So, yeah. Yeah. So I guess Nancy Thompson and Laurie Strode would be in this camp because they become heroes over the sequels. Sidney Prescott becomes a hero over the sequels. Yeah. Along with Gale and Dewey. Obviously, Ripley is probably the hero if ash isn't the hero of horror it's ripley in my opinion (laughs) yeah Um, i would would agree with that trying to think who else there is because a lot of these horror franchises that like the heroes don't make it to the sequel (laughs) right (laughs) it's the villains that carry it so other than that it's just final girls really (laughs) right right you don't really see that that's maybe that's why ash is a little more special right and there's really no one like, like my brain is trying to go through every horror film I've ever watched. Um, Van Helsing, I guess, counts. I have not seen that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hugh Jackman was Van. I was more thinking, I was more thinking of like the, <laughs> the original Dracula movie. But no, you're right. Okay. I completely forgot about the iconic 2004 Hugh Jackman Van Helsing, which I watched all the time growing up. Um. I love that movie. I just wasn't thinking of it at this point in time. Who are the heroes of horror? The heroes of horror. Because like part of me kind of wants to say uh, Kurt Russell's character in The Thing. But is he really a hero? Or... Oh, man. <laughs> it's hard... I haven't seen The he Thing. He does sacrifice himself. So oh, wait. What did you just say? I haven't seen The Thing since I was so young. It's, oh, it's okay. been a while. <laughs> I thought I just spoiled the whole movie for you. No. <laughs> Okay, I'm sure people are yelling at us listening (laughs) to this as we're probably not thinking of like, I'm just not thinking of any. And I'm we're going to end this in like in like an hour or two. We're both going to think of like a whole list. (laughs) Yeah. Dutch, maybe from Predator. Oh, 
Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Because, like, he's kind of a final boy, but yeah. he does fist fight a predator and live. <laughs> yeah. And the thing, the, here's the thing. What differentiates a final girl from a hero is a hero saves someone, right? Or a hero helps protect people. Dutch doesn't really do that. Dutch survives. Dutch is more like Laurie Schrode in Halloween, even though... He's as badass as Laurie Strode in Halloween 2018. Yeah. The thing with Dutch is he's a hero at the beginning of the movie. Like he's a military, whatever, like a war hero. So out of con, like if you do that lore, I guess, I guess he's a hero. But in the context of the movie, he's more of a final boy. Yeah. Whenever, whenever I think of any, I just, yeah, they're, they're, I feel like they're more of either final boys or just final girls. Because <laughs> right. everyone ends up dying. <laughs> And that's the thing. That's that's the thing. Really, it's just Ash who kind of goes through the series. Yeah. And Ripley. Ash and Ripley. To like actually attempt to save people too. Ash Ripley and Sydney Prescott. Yeah. Because you could argue Laurie Strode isn't trying to protect people. She's more trying to eradicate evil, which is that a yeah. hero? That's a conversation. That's a different conversation. Yeah. So, hmm. It's an, an interesting thing. Interesting thing to think about. Yeah. I'm telling you, the second we, we stop recording, <laughs> like an obvious answer is going to hit me in the head like a ton of bricks. Yeah. I'm going to feel, I'm going to feel pretty dumb, dumb. That happens all the time. But yeah, there's really no character. There's not that many characters like Ash. Yeah. Ash is a special, a special dude. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> El Jefe. <laughs> Do you have a favorite quote from the Evil Dead franchise? Good one. There's so many iconic quotes. Mm-hmm. Um, I would probably say, um, I'll swallow your soul. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so cheesy. Henriette is also my favorite Deadite, so it's I love it. So yeah, I'd have to go with that. How about you? Swallow this. Uh <laughs> no, um, I, I have to think about my favorite quote. That that's up there though. That's like top three. Okay. I'm debating in my head. I'm debating in my head because part of me, part of me wants to say that whole this is my boomstick monologue. Yeah. <laughs> And then part of me wants to say just groovy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the, I think the most iconic quotes out of out of all of them. <laughs> I would say groovy would definitely be a runner up for me. Or or honestly, hail to the king, baby. <laughs> it's just again the cheesy. I mean, all of them are cheesy, but I love a give me some sugar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just uh. I don't know. It's cheesy, but it works. <laughs> There's one I have to shout out because I'll never I, I've never forgotten it. But from Ash versus Evil Dead season one, I th- I think it's season one. I think he's talking to Pablo and he goes, there's only two certain things in life, Pablo, death and taxes. And I don't pay my taxes. <laughs> All I know is death. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> that one's a good one. So I think I'm going to go with the this is my boomstick. Because I just love that monologue. So it and my favorite thing about it is he's like kind of selling it (laughs) to like the medieval people who have no clue because he's because he's like he's talking about S Mart. I'm pretty sure he's like I'm pretty sure he's like this baby's made in good old Grand Rapids, Michigan. Like 
Yep, it's like a 12 gauge double barrel Remington as yeah. smarts top of the line. <laughs> and then he, I think he's like, it's a walnut stock, um, blue steel blue hair. Steel. Oh, cool. Yeah, cobalt blue steel. And With then and then he hair. he ends it with shop smart. Shop S smart. You got that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's, I uh <laughs> it's awesome. I, I think I'm gonna go with uh this is my boomstick. That but I, I love thing. yeah yeah i love groovy i love hail to the king i do have a least favorite line from the entire okay. franchise because i don't know why i just hate it so much <laughs> and i have to talk about it okay. like i said i rewatched evil dead 2 yesterday and it's a 99.9 percent perfect movie Kind of like Raiders of the Lost Ark. There's this one line in there that makes me cringe really bad. But other than that, it's a perfect movie. And in Evil Dead 2, it's, well, I'm a man and you're a woman. At least the last time I checked. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> where, where is this coming from? Yeah, I would agree with that. That one is kind of cringy and, and unnecessary. <laughs> and it doesn't make sense in it. Now, if... If he says that in Ash versus Evil Dead, I have no problems with it because that's yeah. kind of the character at that point. Right. But it's, it feels kind of random. Hell, even if he said it in Army of Darkness, the character <laughs> that makes sense for the But it's like at the beginning of Evil Dead 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just and it just out there. <laughs> it's just so weird because I don't think he developed to that point yet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. And then, I mean, it's still one of my favorite movies. I, I still think it's pretty much perfect. It's just that one. And I think part of it is because it's such a perfect movie, that one line kind of sticks out. Yeah. It's where if you see a marching band of like 100 people and 99 of them are in step, you see the one that's not. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so that's kind of how I feel about that because i've seen a bunch of movies with shitty dialogue <laughs> that's a lot of horror movies in general <laughs> yeah yeah but they haven't been like these perfect like evil dead 2 is so good something yeah. like that kind of sticks out <laughs> right which is kind of in a way a compliment to the movie yeah because <laughs> that's just the overall vibe of the movie it's just the cheesiness of it right but yeah it's cool. It's fun. Something I wanted to ask you is I know as horror fans, we are big collectors. Yeah. What either what is or what are some of your favorite Evil Dead pieces in your collection? Oh, geez, that is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have it like mostly all on a shelf in this little corner I'm looking at. <laughs> um, I would say... If I had to pick a top three, I would say the first one being my Ash Williams Living Dead doll, um, which I got signed by Bruce. Mm -hmm. And my second one, I would say, so I have both of the Ashy Slashy puppets. I, yeah, I have the the one with the, um, like the goofy, like scary face. And then I have like just the normal puppet. Oh, a very, very good friend of mine sold it to me for a very good price. <laughs> so <laughs> I was very fortunate to be able to to get that from him. So I would say that's up there just because of, 
how, I guess, rare that one is. And then my third favorite item. So I have three different Necronomicon books. Um, <laughs> the first one, I would say, would probably be my my third favorite item. And that is the book that got signed by Ted Rainey. And it's the first page you flip up open and he took up the entire the entire page <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah he's like this is my page and I'm like yeah you could take up however there's a bunch of pages you can take up however many you want that's amazing <laughs> I hope that if you want that you're able to get many more evil dead alumni to sign that <laughs> oh yeah I I would really like to um bring that next time I meet anybody and just have them fill up the book if possible because that would just be awesome to have that would be the coolest it'd be yeah. like your little autograph book yeah pretty much and it's also <laughs> like the first necronomicon i've ever used for my cosplay or just had in general so it means a little more too that's awesome yeah <laughs> i think we are getting to that point so it's time to ask the titular question of the show if you found yourself in a rustic cabin in the woods, some dumbass in your friend group read from the Necronomicon. Now you're being harassed and haunted and, you know, all of the horrible things by the Deadites. Would you die? That is such a good question. So I do have to ask, um, am I still in the same setting as Ash would be? Like cabin in the woods, same weapons, like chainsaw, boomstick, all that? Yeah, let's say you're in the cabin in the woods. There would realistically be a chainsaw. I think you know whenever you go to a cabin in the woods to bring a boomstick for uh, yeah. deadite-related activities. We are cautious people, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you'd be in the exact same situation. <laughs> okay, so if I put myself into like Evil Dead like the original setting, mm -hmm. I think I think I would have a very solid chance. I personally think I'm the type of person that doesn't really back down. Um so if it got to a point, I think I could I could fight for as long as I can, especially if I have a chainsaw and a boomstick. I feel I feel pretty confident. I'd be the first to go. <laughs> would you would you try to fight or would you just kind of all right, bye guys. <laughs> I don't even want to try. <laughs> I actually might live. Okay. I'll tell you why. As soon as someone brings out a book that's covered <laughs> in humans uh, bound in human skin and written in blood, I'm going to be like, you know what? Not my scene. I'm going to peace <laughs> out of there. I'm going to be gone. Yeah. I'm going to be long gone. But what if they already read it before you had a chance? Oh, then I die. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very, very easy. Because here, here's the thing. I'll fight anybody. I don't care. Yeah. That doesn't mean I'm going to win. And that and there's no way I'm beating a deadite. That's fair. I wouldn't say like I would 100%, but I'm definitely not backing down. <laughs> no, I'm going to do everything I can. No, you said you 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 said you'd one hundred percent survive. The deadites don't know what's coming. Uh, you got to own it. You got to own it. Okay. Yeah. So if there's any deadites listening, um, just know I'm ready. Exactly. 
<laughs> exactly. Yeah, you got to own that. Um, yeah, you're right. But then again, it's also funnier if I say I die at everything, you know, that, <laughs> that makes the show funnier. So, yeah. Um, but realistically, no, I, I don't fuck with demons. I don't fuck with ghosts. I'm out of there. And yeah, I they scare me. <laughs> they are like, at, they're terrifying. So, no, I don't think I'd stand a chance with the Deadite because yeah, I think not, they, like, they smell zombie. fear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they'll be like, they'd bring up like awkward middle school memories and I just couldn't handle it. <laughs> yeah, that that's already pushing it. Right. If anything, I would need my own like El Jefe to live. <laughs> yeah. So if we were in this friend group and you were the Ash Williams, the only way I would live is if I was the Pablo. I think I think we could do that. So because yeah. I, I relate to Pablo. I love Pablo. He's adorable. I love him. <laughs> and it broke my it broke my heart, though, because I'm Mexican and uh ash is always calling him a mexican and he goes i'm not mexican i'm like oh i was so close <laughs> almost had it <laughs> i was so i mean latinos stick up for latinos but still yeah. <laughs> i wanted him to be mexican yeah that's fair. like it broke like i thought oscar isaac was mexican and then it broke my heart when i found out he was guatemalan oh i didn't know that actually i will never unknow it <laughs> i mean Still Latino. Yeah. Not Mexican. <laughs> but, you know, I know Diego Luna's Mexican. Obviously, Danny Trejo is Mexican. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We got Robert Rodriguez, Guillermo del Toro. I got my representation. Oh, oh yeah. Selma Hayek. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cheech Marin. Um, but, yeah, that is our epic talk on the Evil Dead franchise. Which we would survive the deadites. More so Sydney would survive the deadites. I'm just I'm just tagging along. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Hell yeah. Where can the listeners find you? Um, so I am pretty much on all social media platforms under Sydney Jeanette, and that is Sydney with a C. Nice, nice. Thank you for joining me today. This was awesome, and I hope you had a groovy time. Oh, yes. Thank you so much for having me. I had a very groovy time. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thanks again to Sydney for joining me on this groovy episode and to celebrate this beloved franchise. Hail to the king, baby. My short film, Ice Scream, played at the Motor City Legacy Film Festival this past weekend, and I, I think it did well. It got reactions, which you always want from a horror film. A lot of my friends and family turned out to see it, so that made me that made me really happy. We'll see how the festival run goes on this one, and I'm already working on the next one, so the the future is exciting. A reminder, I just launched a Patreon. Link will be shared in the show notes, but you can find it as patreon.com slash Podcast. There are monthly bonus episodes, movie commentaries, and so many more perks. I just released the past, uh, this month's movie commentary, which is on the 1978 John Carpenter classic, Halloween. Plus, if you join, you are supporting your favorite monster kid, yours truly. So I hope you consider joining. And to you lovely souls who already joined, I love you. You guys are the grooviest.
on this segment of I Know What You Watched Last Week, in which I tell you about the horror films I watched last week, I watched Jaws, Halloween, Bubba Hotep, and Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. I don't need to talk about Jaws or Halloween. You hear enough about Bruce the Shark and Mikey Mai Mai on this show as it is. Bubba Hotep is a Don Cascarelli film from the early 2000s starring Bruce Campbell as Elvis Presley in a retirement home fighting a mummy. That's right. You heard all of that right. And it's just as fun and silly as you hope for it to be. Plus, it's also really, really sincere. And I don't know, I just really dug it. I connected with Bruce Campbell's performance. I thought the story was fun. I thought the characters surrounding Elvis were fun. So it's, it's a good time. So if you're able to, definitely check it out. Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is the second Doctor Strange film. It's like the 1900th whatever in the MCU. And honestly, I think it's the best thing MCU, the MCU has put out since Avengers Endgame. I'm not one of the haters, but it's also... I think they've been okay, you know? Like, Spider-Man No Way Home was fine. Black Widow was fine. I haven't thought many of them have been good. I thought um, Shang-Chi was good. I, I think Black Panther was good, but like, this one's the only one where I'm like, yeah, I need, I wanna see this multiple times. And I think I'm a little biased because this one's kind of a horror movie. Doctor Strange 2 is basically Evil Dead for kids. So, you got an evil book, you got Spirits of the Damned, you got a relentless villain contorting her body and playing mind games. You have Bruce Campbell punching himself in the face. It's everything you want from an Evil Dead movie that you can watch with your kids if you don't feel like watching the Evil Dead with your kids. Fun time. I dig it. You can find the show social media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Would You Die Show. Also, now you can follow me on TikTok at Would You Die Podcast, where I'm still trying to figure out how to TikTok. We'll see what happens. You can find the Would You Die YouTube show on the Three Wise Men Media YouTube channel, where you can also find professional wrestling, trailer reviews, and much, much more. The music you hear in the beginning and end of each episode is composed by my friend Josie Palmer. Next week, we're going to snap because we are talking about one of the most iconic werewolf films, especially from the early 2000s. Make sure you've seen Ginger Snaps because it's going to be a fun episode. Until next time, I'm Austin Torres. Try not to die. <laughs>